0: Well, here we are, week four into 2021, and I'm already starting to think about a new year, a new beginning. Part of it is because we really haven't had the best start to this new year, have we? There was domestic terrorism at the Capitol. We've crossed the 400,000 death mark with the coronavirus. And there's this general uncertainty to where 2021 is going to lead us. Part of this sense of a new beginning is necessary because we do have a new president in our country. And that president is talking about new beginnings. That president is pleading for our country to come together and be the United States of America. And part of it is just me. I want to look forward and remember my goals for the year. I want to be the best pastor that I can be. I want to help people feel supported in their faith. That seems so hard right now, especially in the midst of the coronavirus. But I think Jesus is also looking at new beginnings through today's readings. The backstory is that Israel has been living under the oppression of the Roman government for some time. Herod and his leaders are profiting from the people in an illegal way. The Roman government doesn't really care about anybody's interests but their own. So when someone like John the Baptist stands up and he calls them out for treating people poorly, for their corruption, well, John is arrested, he he is mistreated, and eventually he is put to death. So here comes Jesus. Jesus is continuing the mission of John the Baptist. John the Baptist called in advance for Jesus' coming. Jesus is doing the mission that God called him to. And once John is arrested, the Gospel writer Mark says, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news. Jesus' new beginning starts with the good news given to him from God. Jesus has received the good news from God during his baptism. Jesus knows that God is with him, that God is going to lead him, that God is going to guide him, that God announces the blessing that is given upon Jesus, which gives Jesus his confidence in his mission and ministry. He is so confident in this good news that he starts to usher in the kingdom of God into the world. Jesus calls for people to believe in God's good news. Jesus calls for people to turn from their sin towards God. But he knows he can't do it alone. So he goes on a hunt for disciples. But the disciples, he finds, aren't necessarily the ones that people would expect. You see, Jewish boys start practicing to be disciples from the age of five on. They would work hard in becoming a rabbi. They would memorize the Torah and eventually the whole Old Testament. They would ask all these questions so they not would only learn the scripture, not only learn the law, but the culture of their people. So that by the time they were 14 years old, the best of the best would continue on to become rabbis. They would have a mentor that they would work with and follow until they would go off on their own. And if you were not the best of the best, you went off to start in the family business. A fisherman, a tax collector, a carpenter, a blacksmith, or have some other everyday type job. By the time Jesus was calling his disciples, he did not go after the best of the best. He went and called fishermen. He called the tax collectors. He called everyday people doing everyday things. So when he went to Peter and Andrew and James and John, they were learning the family business. And and learning the family business is important because the, the family was dependent upon you learning this trade. They probably had a lot of money wrapped up in all of their equipment. And all of a sudden, this guy named Jesus comes walking up and says, follow me. And they drop everything to do it. Jesus is calling his disciples, and he's asking people to pick up their lives because he thinks they are good enough, even though others don't think that they they are good enough. He is giving them a chance to fulfill their dream. So they drop everything that they are doing, and they start to follow this rabbi. We have learned that we cannot do it alone. We are not looking for the best and the brightest disciples out there because we need one another. In order for our church to flourish into the things God wants us to do, we need to work together and become the body of Christ in the world, to become a unified body. You see, the good news that is given to Simon and Andrew and James and John was so compelling, so exciting. They had no choice but to drop everything to follow Jesus. And we talked about this during Bible study this past week. We talked about what it might mean for us to drop everything and to follow Jesus. At first, our conversation revolved around leaving our current lives completely. Now, I said that I would be willing to do something like that if I had a chance, but I know that I have obligations here. I have my family that I love and want to support. I have my congregation where I'm the pastor and I would not want to leave that position i have other relationships and obligations and commitments that i need to fulfill right here in my life so leaving everything that would be tough leaving everything and moving with faith to a mission that i'm being called to it's too big for us to really think about and imagine that we would ever be able to do but we what we talked about in bible study is that we can still follow the calling that God is giving to us. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't. We don't have to leave everything behind. We don't have to give up our jobs or our families to do it. We are following God's call right now by listening to that soft voice in our head, in, in our prayers that is leading us in a certain direction. To be a community of, of faithful people looks like caring for one another. Right? That's what Prince of Peace is all about. God's people care. It means inspiring others in their faith to open ourselves to the possibilities of ministry, to live into that mission that God is calling us to. What this looks like in practicality for our congregation is hosting Family Promise a couple of times a year, an organization that supports families experiencing homelessness. It looks like us opening our building to support AA or collecting food for our local food pantry, inspiring others through music that we have on a Sunday morning or through our concerts of Voices of Peace, a wonderful community concert series that our music director Jeff puts together. But right now, we can't really do a lot of those things, so we are experiencing hardships. We are needing to begin again to have a new beginning. And that's what Jesus offers us today. You know, I remember the words that God spoke to us only a few weeks ago. You are my beloved. With you I am well pleased. We continue to experience this pleasure from God in our callings. And our calling doesn't have to be this big thing where we give up everything and and leave everyone behind to follow Jesus. It means helping our neighbor. It means calling a friend, giving to an organization in need. You are called, both young and old. When you live into that calling, you will see that God is working in your life. Yes, you! You are called! You are proclaiming the good news of God's love. You are called when you listen to that calling and you do the work of God in the world. As you build up the kingdom of God, you are called. And it is a wonderful calling. It is a blessing to be able to live into that calling. Even though we can't live into that calling all the time. Even though there are times when living into that calling is tough. God is still with you. God still loves you. God is still calling you. God calls you by name. God knows who you are. And may God bless you this day as you live into that calling, as you find that calling. And if you ever have questions or or doubts about your calling and you want to reach out to me, I would love to have the opportunity to talk with you about that. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Amen.